Hi there, welcome to another episode of Musings of a Nerd Scorpio, and today I will be going over my thoughts on the new film, The Suicide Squad. You know the deal. Complete the mission, you get 10 years off your sentence. You fail to follow my orders in any way, and I detonate the explosive device in the base of your skull. Love him or hate him, these are your brothers and sisters for the next few days. Any questions? And? Yes. That is your hand. Very good. We're all gonna die. I hope so. And man, does James Gunn understand comics. He's so good at taking very underrated or unknown characters and writing them super well to fit into a popular film. I remember when Guardians of the Galaxy was first announced, a buddy of mine had a discussion on it because he remembered that this particular title in comics never sold too well, or whenever he tried to read it, he couldn't really get into it. At the time of the 2014 film, there were two different generations of Guardians of the Galaxy, and no one at the time really knew what James Gunn was going with until the first trailer. And now that group of characters are viewed as some of the favorites in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I knew he was going to get these characters right and work well with whomever he chose. I come from Earth, a planet of outlaws. My name is Peter Quill. There's one other name you might know me by. Star-Lord. Who? Now, I'm not going to compare this movie too much with Suicide Squad from 2016, but I will say its pacing characters and interactions with the characters seem much more organic than the previous film. Of course, in the beginning, we have a ton of cameos, Crazy Quilt, Double Down, and Flippin' Calendar Man. Calendar Man! If you don't know, this character has been shown in one of my favorites, Batman The Long Halloween. And this movie has a ton of characters, so when the trailer and posters say, don't get too attached, they mean it. There are a ton of character deaths and quirky deaths on screen, so this is not a child-friendly film. Spoiler alert! Even within the first few minutes, all the characters introduced in the very beginning are killed off. And when I say James Gunn just knows comics, this first scene also shows the members of Amanda Waller's office taking bets on who I assume will survive and who will be terminated. This is definitely something you'd see flipping through a DC comic. Grim, morbid, but executed like a comedy. I also briefly want to talk about the ending. I mean, I didn't even realize there was an extra scene at the end of the movie till I started watching some reviews, so I had to go back and watch it. And apparently there's going to be a U.S. agent, <clears throat> I mean, Peacemaker series. You get the comparison. I cherish peace with all my heart. I don't care how many men, women, and children I need to kill to get it. I thought you were the crazy one. I am. But I'm overall excited to see where all this leads. This had to be one of my favorites, if not my favorite DC film I've seen thus far, and I'm hoping it leads to better filmmaking and writing in the future, because I love DC characters, and I hope they get some of the limelight that Marvel has been receiving since, well, the start of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you're a superhero. Didn't? Mm -mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. I, I, I'm just not the, the hero type, clearly, with this uh, laundry list of character defects, all the mistakes I've made, largely public. Truth is, I am Iron Man. This was crazy in 2008. That was crazy. Before I end this episode, I want to say please check out YouTuber Cosmonaut Variety Hour and his comparisons on the two Suicide Squad movies and how one works and the other just doesn't. 
He goes into detail on the impact of these movies and how they affect both comic fans and casual nerd movie fans. So give his channel a like and subscribe. I also want to say I do know that the Suicide Squad isn't doing well money-wise. It's not hitting the mark. And even I myself have yet to have been in the theater at all due to Rona Operation Delta. I don't think the movie's writing has anything to do with it being hurt revenue-wise. It's just a combination of things. Not enough marketing. Also, and a combination of it being rated R, though I do enjoy it being able to push those boundaries, I really think if everything was normal, it would be able to be in the ring with Deadpool, Kick-Ass, and Logan. And can I just say, ending a comic movie with a typical big battle fight, I was sort of expecting, but Starro? THE Starro? That's amazing. As soon as they said Operation Starfish, I nuzzed my husband and I was like, oh, they're talking about Starro. Needless to say, he gave me the... Oh, shit. Here we go again. Face, and I gave him a quick rundown of the characters just to have Starro pop up later in the film. It was like the cherry on top. Harley with a javelin, Bloodsport and his interactions with Sebastian, anything with King Shark and Polka Dot Man. And yes, if you're familiar with the character King Shark, he's sort of like Hulk. He can be written in any way, but for this movie, how he's displayed definitely works for this cast. I could go on and on about this movie. I really overall liked it. And the fact that John Cena now walks around in costume everywhere he goes is definitely a quirky plus. He actually played the part so well, half the time I just stated, that's just John Cena being himself, not even acting. So he's definitely found his character in all these superhero movies. That goes back to what I said earlier that all these character interactions are so organic I really believe they're just simultaneously existing and being thrown together in this situation. The bar and the bus scenes are actually some of my favorite scenes because they show that perfectly. Rats are the lowliest and most despised of all creatures, my love. They have purpose. So do we all. Anyway, this episode is getting a bit long. I keep on thinking of things I want to say about it, and I'm flooded with more things to say, so I'll probably end it here. This has been the Nerd Scorpio, signing off. I'll be on vacation for a few days, so my next upload won't be for a while, so stay tuned. Remember to give my YouTube channel, The Nerd Scorpio, a like and subscribe. My newest video is me reacting to the newest trailer of Ghostbusters Afterlife. I've also recently done a collab video podcast with YouTuber Lime the Frog, titled Pac-Man Frogs and the Nanny Cat, where we talk about our journey on pets and family. Give her channel some love. Talk to you soon. Bye!